And we're back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I am your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode of the High Button Podcast is brought to you by Sport Wheels Sports Excellence, Nova Scotia's number one stop for bicycles, baseball, lacrosse, volleyball, hockey, and more. Getting kids off the couch is their business. Stop by and see them at 209 Sackville Drive or visit them on the web at www.sportwheels.ca at sport wheels they're taking health and safety very seriously if you're worried about social distancing don't worry they have that covered from assisted shopping web orders to curbside pickup they have you covered in all areas remember sport wheels sports excellence helping your family stay active since 1947 and then just like that we're back Doing the podcast. First episode here downstairs in the basement at the new studio. Little, uh, little, there's some things to work out. You know, it's a new setting. Before we did the podcast, it started out in Vancouver, then it moved to my parents' basement, and now it's here at, uh, at my own home in my own basement. So it's a, it's a sense of reward, but it's also a sense of, you know, a little nerve. There's nerves. There's nerves, uh, you know, having our first guest on here. Graham Benjamin. I'm excited to see what he says about it, how he feels about it. Y'all, like I said, I think who do we have on the podcast? It was um, fuck, I don't even remember. We have too many guests now, but I, I always worry about the the guest comfort level. I feel like they don't open up if if they're not as comfortable as I want them to be. So you know, having guests on here, you know, the first ten episodes, whatever it is, I always want to make sure that I get their feedback on on what they think about the studio. Uh, what they liked about it, what they didn't like about it. I fucking, I love it. You know, I feel at home. It's a great, my, <laughs> to be honest with you, a goal of mine was always to work from home. Who doesn't want to, you know, work from home? It's a, that's the dream if you ask me, you know. You know, you work from home, you wake up, get a cup of coffee. You know, you do, you, you do whatever you need to do in the morning to get you, get your day started. And then you go into your little office, wherever, wherever you're, you get your work done and you get to work. You roll the sleeves up. Every time I feel I come down here, you know, the, the, the studio's probably been done for, the studio's probably been done for a good week, but the amount of work that I've gotten done down here without even doing any podcasts, which does kill me, you know, I do apologize to, to all of our listeners that we haven't been as consistent um, as in the past. I really do apologize that these past three months have been, you know, set us, set aside COVID and and everything else that that's going on right now. Uh, we, my girlfriend and I just moved into a new house. We just renovated. Uh, a lot of shit has been happening in these past three months. And I'm not using that as an excuse, but you know, it, it's just been really tough to focus on, on work when, when there's, you know, life issues at hand, like moving into a new house. And like I said, in a couple past two podcasts, I'm not the best handyman. So took a little bit, took a little bit, uh, took some time for me. It, it took a, I'm not the fastest learner. But uh, let's just say I know how to work a drill now, if that makes any sense. But anyways, I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm really excited about the future of this company. We're going to have some great guests coming on uh, this summer and into the winter. I know hockey's going to be coming back soon, so there'll, there'll definitely be some things to talk about there. Um, hopefully all aspects of sports come back. Baseball is, you know, in my heart, I just I feel like even hockey, guys, I got, I'm not going to lie to you here. I even still still kind of feel like hockey might not come back. I wanted to. Don't get me wrong. I know most of our listeners wanted to come back. I, I, I'm not shitting on the process on the phase two and things like that. But I, I just feel like there's something that's going to happen. It's just this is how I feel. I can't explain it. It's just it's in my heart. I feel you know there's going to be 20 guys on a team that get it, and then the next thing you know, Gary Bettman's going to say shut it down as he should. I know a lot of people shit on that guy, but you know. I, but don't get me wrong. I'm hoping, I'm praying that these sports come back because, like I said, it, it'll be a it'll be a great thing for this company. We were up in where uh, we were at Centennial the other day doing a mic'd up video for uh, Cam Wynott from the Mooseheads, and God bless those people that let me come in to, that work at the rink there. I went in, and right off the bat. They said, yeah, I kind of sneaked in with the players. You know, high button sports here. We've been good at blending in. We're like chameleons. Are those chameleons? Those are the ones that uh, blend in. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a chameleon. Anyways, uh, I snuck in kind of with the players, just walked in, didn't really, you know, make too much noise. But then I realized that no one could go on to the bench. You can't just walk to the bench. They have everything roped off. So I went up to one of the staff members. I said, excuse me, ma'am. 
Um, my name is Justin. I run a company called High Button Sports. We work with hockey players. I was wondering if you would just allow me to, to go on the bench and, and just film a, a couple clips. And right off the bat, you know, no, sorry, sir. It's in the contract that, uh, first of all, she called me sir. I'm getting at that age, people. Uh, and, and she said, no, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. We can't allow people onto the bench. No spectators, nothing like that. So I, I said, okay, no, no problem. I, I completely understand health and safety first. I, I completely, I understand. I'm not going to make a fuss about this. Um, I'll be on my way. And the fact that I didn't make a fuss, I just said, absolutely, no problem. I'll be out of your hair. I apologize for, for trying to sneak in, whatever. I didn't actually apologize, but you know what I mean. I was just, uh, I, I didn't want any trouble. I was very, just, I was happy just to be in a rink and smell Centennial Arena. It brought back nostalgic memories from Bantam, Adam, whatever the Halifax Hawks days. But anyways, and my response was so non, there, there was no conflict. And I think she took that and went, okay, well, she said, okay, well, wait, sorry, wait a second. Um, let me see what I can do. And right then and there, I knew I had her. Not a hatter, but right then and there, I knew, you know, the, the, my persona, my, the, the politeness that I project, it, it, it works sometimes. She said, you know what, you know what, sir, you seem like a nice guy. Let me just put you in the back here. So she took me around the back of Centennial Arena, put me in the back door there, and she just let me hang out by the Zamboni entrance there and, and film Cam as he was mic'd up for like 45 minutes. So grateful for that. But I feel like that's what the world needs right now. You know what I mean? Like, who was I? I was on Twitter the other day and I saw. I forget his name in real life, but J-Rock from uh, Trailer Park Boys. Torrens, I think his name is. And he was saying that he was at a restaurant the other day out where he lives. And I think he's out by Truro. And he was saying that someone got upset because they didn't have shrimp on the menu. How are you going to be a guy right now going into a restaurant being upset about anything? You know, this is a time to be grateful for absolutely anything that you're getting in life that's outside of your home. Anything. Like I said, the fact that I, I was able to walk into Centennial Arena and just smell it. I'm pumped. You know, I'm outside of my home. I'm doing something different. I was completely grateful just to be in a rink. You know, if you're out there complaining about anything right now, you gotta you gotta check yourself, people. There's something else going on within you. You have to be completely grateful for everything that you're able to do outside of your home. You have to be completely grateful for everything that you're able to do. You know, living in a, in a free country like Canada, getting a curb check, two thousand dollars a month. Are you kidding me? There's places in the world right now where they don't have food. And I'm not trying to. You know, I'm not trying to put my arms up and get into the political debate here about the rest of the world compared to Canada. We do live in a great country, but this someone asked me the other day, "What is cur or what is a coronavirus and all this? These past three months, what has it taught you?" And I know the common answer is to be grateful, but it's true. You have to be grateful for the little things in life. Look at me right now. I'm sitting in a basement with a bunch of curtains from IKEA with my mics and a $200 table from Structube that was on sale at the front of the fucking store. I'm on cloud nine. I, there's no better time in my life where I think I've been happier. In my mind right now, I've made it. Is the money flowing in? The advertising dollars flowing in right now? No, it's not flowing in. No one has money right now. But I'll tell you what. I have an office set up downstairs. I've always wanted this since I was in high school. I've always wanted to work from home. I'm doing it. Is Like I said, is the money coming in faster, you know, as fast as I want it? Absolutely not. But you have to understand, no one's no one's getting ahead of the curb. No one, no one's getting ahead right now. Radio, maybe. Radio's getting some, some advertisement. They'll always have advertisement. That's the radio. But, you know, you just, you got to be grateful for everything you have. And I'm very grateful for, for everything that I have right now in this, in this life. I'm pumped. There's, there, there's nothing more else that I want other than you know look some advertising dollars but you know what I mean uh shout out to sport wheels for sticking sticking with us love those guys uh okay let's enough about me rambling there let's get into the podcast first episode here in the new studio hope this is a big deal uh Graham Benjamin Graham is the producer reporter at Global News here in Halifax I met Graham at where did I meet Graham at he uh you know it was the Halifax Thunderbirds like uh media opening like maybe a, it was probably a year before the home opener of the Halifax Thunderbirds and he was there for global and I remember he just came up to me and said hey Justin big fan of, of high button love what you're doing and at the time I didn't know who he was but then the dudes the guy who just knows absolutely everyone um I was like do you know who that is I was like no he goes that, that's Graham he's the guy who works for global he likes all our stuff on Twitter retweets us and then I found out who he was and I started following his Twitter account and if if you we're on Twitter during these past three months. You definitely saw Graham on Twitter. Probably one of the most active 
uh, accounts here in Halifax regarding COVID-19 numbers, updating people. Uh, it, it just bravo to him. We're definitely going to talk about that. He probably got like 3,000 more followers off the work he's been doing these past couple of months. So I'm excited to talk to uh, to Graham. We have a couple mutual friends. And for the people out there thinking, well, this isn't really a sports guy. Like, what's what's going on here? It's it's I'm, I'm trying to broaden the, the podcast guest selection. There's so many people. I know I've said this in the past, but... You gotta understand, like when you're in your parents' basement doing a podcast, there's something there's something about it that you just don't want to like sticking to two podcasts a, a week was fine with me. And if I'm gonna waste, if I'm not gonna waste, but if I'm gonna do two podcasts, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure it's extremely on brand getting athletes on here. But now that we're we're in the basement, we got the studio set up, everything's ready to go. It, it's a waste of time if I'm just sitting down here, you know watching tv or on youtube video so i'm going to try to pump out more podcasts but with that being said there's going to be more guests on that uh that aren't sports related because i have tons of interest outside of sports i want to know you know why um i want to know why graham got into journalism you know what made him take that that route in in a career path and what's making him succeed right now but that's just one example there's tons of people that they're not tons of people tons of you know interest that i have let's say that and there's a lot of great people here in Halifax, and I plan to get all of them on here. So, not all of them. There's some idiots out there, but you know what I mean. We'll get some people on here. So, we hope you enjoy. My name is Justin. We're talking to Graham. You're listening to the High Button Podcast. I hope you enjoy. You know what comes next. Here we go. Let's do it, Graham. We are going. I think we're going every single time. Sounds okay, good. no, we're going. We're going. How are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm pumped. Like, quit on. I've been waiting for this moment for, like I said in the intro, we've probably had this place done for like a week. Yeah, yeah. And I'll sit down here and do work. But at the end of the day, I just want to be doing this. I was just telling. I just you want off, to be. I was just telling you off camera here just how impressive this setup has been, and just kind of watching you and how you started out, and then those videos on Spring Garden Road that you don't do those interviews <laughs> with one guy holding the camera, and now like, look at this. This is insane. This is fantastic. I'm really impressed. That's all I got. Awesome. Say. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> I, when you said the spring garden videos, I was I was thinking about that the other day of how things just kind of like if if I when the day we started high button it was was it even called high button sports it was called the, the high button yeah and we did it out in Vancouver as a podcast and if I would have told you back then that this is kind of what it's become I would have called you an idiot. Me and dudes always Crazy. say this and Tommy the guy we started it with back then it's just. I don't know. To, no, to man, anyone out there that's trying to do something, you just you put the time in, you put the money in. Like it's, it's you just good. don't quit. Keep doing yeah, it. I'm impressed. I'm really impressed. Speaking sure. impressed, yeah. And I'm impressed with your Twitter these past Thank three you. months, man. It's been a crazy. Yeah, I mean, like it's that's not a beneficiary of me. That's just just reporting on everything. That's the craziness that's happened yeah. within society, yeah. and within Nova Scotia, yeah. Within the past three months, it's just been it's been no. No short of a crap show, but yeah. <laughs> we've made it through. But. So how do you find the information yeah. so quickly? Like, I, it, like honestly, there is if you're if there is something I need to know, and it's not on your Twitter, I'll DM you. Yeah. But you know, how how are you getting these numbers of COVID? Just how are yeah, you? Yeah. Well, it's all a lot of it's provided by the provincial government and okay. Dr. Robert Strain with yeah. the uh, Nova Scotia. Um, he's the chief medical officer of health. That that information comes in around like 11, 30, 12 every day. So, so like you're kind of prepared. Um, it's just through like the Nova Scotia Health Authority website. Okay. They have this whole system. It took a bit to actually get to where it is now. Yeah. That was kind of an issue we were having a few weeks ago. Like yeah. we were trying to report on active cases numbers, but uh, how you kind of determine the active cases would you look at the total and then you subtract the resolved cases as well as the deaths to yeah. get like that number of active. Yeah. But then we got to a point at one point when they were reporting negative active cases cases numbers okay. which was kind of like it was very difficult to report on yeah but, um so we're basing all of our information we receive from that website okay um so yeah we just we look at that website they send an email every day to like the, the press group so and honestly it's become like riding a bike covering it's that just, stuff yeah. just because like new numbers come in you write that same i've probably written that article like yeah, 50, yeah. 75 times at this point. Like, no new cases today. There's this many active. There's this many resolved. Yeah. This many people have died from complications. It's about, it's, it's honestly like how frequently we're doing it. You get used to it. It's like, yeah. So, yeah. Does it ever, do you, like, outside of COVID and outside of everything else that's going on, does the, the position you're in, 
do you ever find it sometimes it gets a little bit repetitive like oh, let, totally. like well, let's mean, say there's a murder that's going on and like okay this guy got stabbed yeah there are there are elements of the repetitiveness because you're you're trying to put yourself in those situations where yeah. you've covered it before yeah um but i mean lately especially back in like april may there was no that was completely new territory for all of us just it felt like Every week, there was something new that was so insanely different yeah. that we'd never really come across before. I yeah. mean, obviously, we had the COVID happening, and we saw like residents moving out of Northwood, and like that in itself was a yeah. huge story. And then right when that was happening was when the Nova Scotia shooting happened. Yeah. So we're trying to cover, you know, this international pandemic yeah. along with this like, like unquestionably tragic. Uh, incident in rural Nova Scotia and then it was like there was a missing kid in Truro and then there was the um, snowbird crash and there yeah. was the helicopter crash for the Canadian Armed Forces it was just it was too much but I mean like like I said now it's it's definitely more manageable yeah. than it was before but uh, as you were saying yeah no um, you definitely do get you've covered certain of those incidents before so you've become practiced in it and it's not as it's not so bad so when all these things are happening at once, is it your job to pick what to cover, or do you have your boss that tells you, "Okay, Graham, here's what you're going to yeah, do"? Yeah, well, I'm so I'm I'm not sure if like I'm an online reporter with okay. Global, so I'm I manage kind of the online distribution of news. I just got to make sure online. that camera's going. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, no worries. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, Keep going. Uh, online distribution of news, online production of news. Um, so we're our responsibility is to get news out as quickly as we yeah. can, as accurately as we can. So, um, we I. I it's pretty much you you get a gauge for the most important material that you need to get out right away. Yeah. And like I said, now it's like COVID's our number one priority. And then we're talking to like local businesses that are affected by it. And like what's it prior to COVID, it was kind of difficult to find those stories because, yeah. you know, you're some, as we call like the slow news days, there's kind of, you know, slower, yeah. slower day. But now every single person in the province has been affected by this in some way. Yeah. So it's not as difficult to find news stories because yeah. everyone's being impacted. So, were you nervous at all going like? Well, that's oh, the yeah. thing. If you're an online reporter, that you still yeah. have to go places. Uh, yeah, like, mostly you, like with with it being um, most of the COVID coverage we've done has been in the station. I've been kind of locked oh, away. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, most, okay. That's just from my position. Yeah. Other reporters are going out and talking to people, and so I've actually been in a lucky position. Yeah. Where, um, there's three of us on the online team with Global, okay. um, and the other two have actually been working at home. So I haven't seen my my team in like three months. Wow! And we all just kind of operate online, and we communicate who's doing what that way. Pull I'll like still, just a little bit closer. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, I'll still see. Um, I'll, I'll still see the production staff with the station, the yeah. assignment editor, and the show producers and the anchors. So I'll see them every day. But the people that I actually work with, I haven't seen. Wow! So I I was a little nervous for sure for a while, just with the amount of reporters that are coming and going from the stations, the amount of camera operators that are coming and going. Mm. So I was definitely, we were taking extra precautions within the station in that capacity. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I was actually lucky enough where I wasn't the one going out all the time. So yeah. like <laughs> I was kind of, yeah. I was kind of thankful for that in, in the position I was in. So. And there was that one yeah. week that everyone was just, uh, I feel some of the smartest people in the world for that one week. Yeah. We're just like, okay, what are we dealing with here? How do we that one week I, I didn't I did like I walked to the mailbox to get some mail, but like was this like the you mean like the the March week when the, like the, the day the NBA the canceled? The, the Wednesday. Was that, it a Wednesday? That was a Wednesday. Because I remember we were in a dodgeball late. Me and my roommate, we went out, we played dodgeball. We were kind of nervous for going to do that. Yeah. And then um by the end of the game, halfway through, someone was like, The NBA's canceled. Like Rudy Gobert, he did or um, yeah. what was the player's name again? Oh, the guy, I don't know, he's from Atlanta, maybe. Yeah, or, I, I forget. He touched yeah. all the mics. Yeah, he touched yeah. all the mics. So he, he tested positive. And then it was like, he tested positive, and then Trump closed the border to Europe, and we're like, holy, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then the NBA, it was just, it was, every, oh, and Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks Tom talked Hanks at that same time. It. We yeah. were like, okay, like, what's going on? I remember being on Twitter all night, just being like, this is insane. But I remember my thought process was, oh, like, Tom Hanks has it, so he's going to die. Yeah. Like, that, my, yeah, I didn't, exactly. but I didn't know anything Our realm about of the it. Virus was so different. And yeah, I mean, uh, it's still you know there's still the potential for it, but I think at that time people were like, "You did it, like it's over know, for you, it's lights over. out." Yeah, but I mean, we've kind of learned. We've seen the averages from like the deaths to yeah. actual total cases. So, but yeah, uh, I to that point you were saying on that Wednesday, um, I actually 
that was around the time when Mayor Mike Savage announced that he was going to rerun rerun for election. Okay. This was before everything got a little crazy. And I actually went to his office and I interviewed him that day. Oh, yeah. I, like that was the story I was doing. So I just did an interview with him. It was like a quick like he just said he didn't want to make a big thing of it. So um it was in and out within a half an hour. But then that Thursday he announced that someone in his staff, their husband, potentially was exposed to the virus. So then I was like, oh, my God, what does that mean for me? Yeah. And it was during that time, like you were saying, when everything was just so in flux and no one really knew the severity of certain yeah. elements of it. So like that was my way, like, oh, my God, do I have to? So I yeah. self-isolated at home for two days. Okay. We got the test back. It was negative. I could go back into work, and it was yeah. It was fine, but I think we've all had that like scary moment. Oh, everyone's people had people I've talked to. Yeah, they're like, ah, this person who talked to this person might have had a family member who was contracted it. So it's it's crazy. So I remember it was uh, it was the AUS National Championships at yeah. Scotiabank Center was when I think it was that week when the NBA got canceled. So that hockey was still going on. So everyone that that whole tournament, I remember being under the tunnel, like where the players are, and you could see it in people's eyes, the the conversations, the the fist bumps, the you know, people aren't giving each other hugs, the you know, friends and things like that. You could see the fear kind of in people's eyes. And I remember I took the bus down from where I was living at the time to to downtown and there was probably like ten, maybe fifteen people on the bus and one lady sneezed. Oh, on the bus, yeah, yeah. and I remember the, everyone just looked right at her. Like it was, it was, it was one of the weirdest experiences. Everyone looked at her, sure. didn't say anything, shook their head. Just are you see, like really, you're, you're doing that. And yeah. and then I remember going up into the media booth up at Scotiabank Center, yeah. and same thing. If anyone coughed, if anyone sneezed, it was just the sense of you get this like like head turn. That's so like the the stigma that was behind yeah. that for a while was like just insane. Yeah, but I like I said, I think that's kind of like. It's eased off a bit. Definitely we've, eased we've, off. We've all learned about it, yeah. which is the most important part. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of what we're noticing the most. It's kind of crazy. Like, this is our, like, you know, like 9-11's a thing and, you know, COVID-19 is a thing. It's like, a It's a thing point. you'll tell your kids like, about. Your grandkids will ask about it. Like, what is that? What, what happened? And, like, honestly, we're going to be living with this and, this and the repercussions of it for years to come. So, yeah. I mean, it's not just going to go away this is really a, like a turning point in society we're gonna have to operate differently we're gonna have to governments are gonna have to spend their money differently yes it, and that's gonna impact our lives in, in a different way now so it's 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 really like you said it's a it's a complete turning point and it's i don't see the man. the grocery stores uh, the glass isn't going to go anywhere i don't think the stickers are going to go yeah anywhere. I, I think what we're seeing is kind of businesses are learning that they can kind of operate at home yep. like the that that meeting didn't need to be an in-person meeting you can have that meeting over zoom so yep. i think you're going to see the commercial real estate market kind of take a hit because businesses aren't going to be in their offices anymore and there's just going to be this ongoing ripple effect i don't think it's gonna gonna end anytime soon I never thought about that, the the working from home aspect. Yeah. People yeah. can save money. Your companies can save money. Exactly. Com- you know? Companies can save money without paying that commercial yeah. real estate um, yeah. that they have to pay for. So. Do you really have to go to Montreal to do that meeting for exactly. two hours and exactly. then fly back and yeah. spend 700 bucks? And we're not even like, we're not, we're trying to discuss like travel within the Maritimes and within Atlantic Canada. Yeah. Like, thinking about going to Quebec or Ontario right now is such like a, a yeah. far dream for people. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's been crazy. Hey, if there's a place to spend a summer, it's Nova Scotia, though. Oh my God! You know? yeah, what did you do this past weekend? Uh, I went. I our friend group. I have a friend group from high school. I went to Sir John A. Yeah. And and we just we we had a, most of our attention in summers passed on softball. Yeah. And we've just converted into golfing. So same. We, yeah. I got a tee time at three thirty today. Really? I got my, look, my clubs yeah. are right there. Okay. I was before yeah, you got yeah, here. Yeah. I was working. Where are you going? We're going to Penn Hills. Penn Hills. Okay. We're going with dudes. Where's and, that one uh, again? It's out in uh, like Emsdale, East Hans okay. area. Yeah, we went to uh, Lost Creek. Okay. On Friday, and it was make sure. Yeah, yeah, it was it was just way too hot. It, Saturday was like on on the Friday. Oh wow! But both days, yeah, both days, Friday was really hot. hot. Yeah, we went to Lost Creek, and I went to the beach prior to it. So I went to the beach, kind of got a little drained, had a few <laughs> drinks there, and then ended up going. Tried to drink at the golf course, but it it wasn't happening. I needed the water. So. Golf golf has taken a hold of me. I, I've yeah. never like last summer. I didn't golf once. The summer before that, nothing. But for some reason, this summer just well, I, you know what it is? It's COVID nineteen. Exactly. It, it's outside. It's the it was the first thing yeah. relating to sports that was open. Mm. You know, no, no basketball yeah. courts, no no <laughs> hockey rinks. No, it was golf. So yeah. I don't. Even, those are my brother's clubs. So. Uh, my brother's still working because he works outside. So I said, hey, Sebastian, like, can I use your clubs? He goes, yeah, I'm not using them. I'm still working. So we've been golfing left, right, and center. It's it's a beautiful game. Yeah. I'm not the best at it, but 
But it, honestly, like it, my roommate had it on. I think it was last week during the other weekend. It just had the PGA on, and I just like I just sat there and watched it yeah. for an hour. I was like, D- I haven't watched sports in yeah in months. So. I'm on YouTube watching uh, like Tiger highlights, Phil Mickelson highlights. Like, yeah, it's, it's a I love it. Yeah, it's so. a fun. Yeah, it's it's crazy thinking how long it's been since you watched sports. I mean, we were I don't know if people would know, but we did the Memorial Cup stuff together there last year. One of the highlights you of know, my career, for sure. Same for me as well. So we were kind of sitting side by side yeah. during that, and uh, I during May when like all the COVID and post shooting stuff was happening, I kept getting these notifications in my phone of yeah. like old memories that like a year ago today was the Memorial Cup, and it was just like. You think back to this point last year and what we were doing then compared yeah. to like just how the lifestyle has yeah. changed. It's uh, and then just seeing like Argyle Street and like Joel Plaskett and the Trues and all them, all those performances. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just crazy. I say that about like television, like watching old sport highlights and you see a, a, a stadium filled with 20, 50,000 people and you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. You get, you get, like, you get, little, you're you like, almost, whoa. You get a little anxious yeah. in a way. Yeah. I'm, Dudes had a video when it was O Canada. It might have been during the finals of the Mem Cup and Metro Siska. I'm going to call it Metro Center. Metro right. Center was packed. Aren't we all? And, uh, you know, how many people fit in there? 10,000 people? Yeah, a little over that, I think. Yeah, so like like 10,000 yeah. people all just in sync singing O Canada together, all standing. And you look at that and you're like, that's another world. And the, You miss a, it. A part of me is like, will that ever happen again? I, I, it will. But because like right now where we're at with the restrictions, we can have 50 people in yeah. a group within a facility yeah. that are social distance. And essentially like that's a that's a two teams. Yeah. And like maybe a few ushers. You can't even have fans at this point. So it's it's unfortunate. It's upsetting. But I know that like down the down the road, we'll get to a point when we can actually, you know, uh, hopefully the Q and the lacrosse league will start next year. But I hope so. Yeah. Well, it. I'm not very optimistic for the queue starting like September, October, especially no. what you're seeing in the NHL. With, yeah. They're trying to get it going again, but players are tested positive. Um, I, I think an optim, I think a, a sorry, a realistic expectation would be like January for the queue, and that's around yeah. when the lacrosse league starts anyway. It's like yeah. December, January. So yeah, because yeah. that's the thing. All these leagues need to be on the same page because they're all going to the same ring. So exactly. look at NBA, yeah. NHL. Yeah. That's when the NHL shut down. Right totally. when the NBA shut down because. Yeah. You know, they're crossing paths. They're in the same room. Yeah. They're in the same showers. They're they're in the exact same places. So all the queue needs to be on the same page with the NLL. The NLL needs to be on the same page with the the basketball league that's here. It's yeah, and that's the thing. Like you know, does one guy have the answer? Because when you have you know, if if you're the president of uh, you know the NLL or the commissioner, you got a little bit of an ego. If you're sure. if you're yeah. the commissioner of uh, yeah. of the basketball, you got a little bit of an ego. So who are all these personalities going to be able to fit into one room and go, okay, I agree with you. I agree with yeah. you. I disagree with you. That's because you got to remember all these leagues are making money. All these people want totally. to be, yeah. they, they want to be going, but that was, I forget who I was having the conversation with, but that that's the biggest thing is, is everyone going to be able to sit down and be like, okay, yeah. I agree with what you're saying. Let's go ahead. Let, let's move forward. And that doesn't even account for the variable of what can happen with the virus within the province, because if like something happens here or something happens, you know, within the facility, like the area they're looking to play that can completely alter the plan. So, you know, it's yeah. what we, what we're seeing within the Maritimes at least is that there's, there's so much potential for that. I don't know if you saw in New Brunswick, just the, there's an allegation that this one doctor traveled to Quebec, went to Campbellton, um, contracted the virus while he was in Quebec, and now they're dealing with an outbreak in in the Campbellton region. So wait, so sorry, I'm so, sorry. So the the Quebec border is closed. They're open. How did so, he get to Quebec? Well, he's a doctor. Sorry, he's okay. a, he's a family doctor. Okay. He needed to go there. Well, again, he's um, uh, fighting these allegations, so okay. I don't want to like say that he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he went to Campbellton. There was like a, I think the death in the family. His ex-wife. He yeah. had to pick up his daughter. So he went to Quebec, went back, um, and then he saw 150 patients. So he – and then they someone contracted the virus. It spread. It got into a long-term care home in Campbellton. It's resulted in deaths at that long-term care home. It's now spread within the province. So there's just like – it takes – Again, like he's fighting that, so it's not official. But all it takes is just one person yeah. for that to spread within a province, which can impact yeah. so many different industries, right? So yeah, it's it's crazy times, man. One thing I wish I, I, I just yeah, there's just so much information out there. There is there, there yeah. is there's just certain things I wish I knew that could beat it. I I know I think we both can agree that older age, yeah, that's not the best for you. If you if you're a little bit older and and you have this disease. Sure. You, 
it can hurt you. Yeah. And there's and there's just people within our everyday lives we don't really realize who are kind of compromised, like people with asthma or people with these genetic disorders. Like they they are more compromised as well, and you don't really realize it. So that, I think that's why you kind of got to be a little more cautious and take the precautions as, as seriously as you can. One thing I – like when it comes to like the, the awakening of this whole – COVID-19 is I wish people would understand health a little bit more. Mm. What I, I, I'm not the healthiest guy. I work out. I, I eat somewhat well, but it's, this has taught me to, to look at how I live my life every single day when it comes to eating, when it comes to, to running, when it comes to, to exercising everything. Cause you know, they're saying that if you're a fit, healthy, young individual, yeah. your chances of not catching it or surviving it, excuse me, help. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It, it's just one thing I've always looked into, and I, I've looked into it a lot more regarding you know my yeah. life. I'm like, okay, well, what, what vegetable, what fruit can can help me no, survive something like this? Like, that's you definitely know? what you got to be doing. Like blueberries are superfoods. I kind of knew that, but I looked <laughs> yeah. into it. I'm like, okay, what can a blueberry Good do for, for me? That's you know what, what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. Like, I, I hope not just me. I hope yeah. everyone's looked back or taken a step back and be like, okay, how do I beat this? How do I become a better, I've a healthier individual? So many more runners now. So many more cyclists now. Yeah. Um, people going on hikes. People yeah. are just like, I think when you, a lot of people didn't really want to partake in those things before this, but yeah. now that you say you can't do it, yeah. people are like, no, that's what I want to do now. So yeah. like the, I'm, I'm on Strava, like so many of my friends are just now like, what's that? Strava is like, a, it's like a Facebook app essentially for, uh, fitness. You can see what your friends have done and and you can like, like their stuff and oh, yeah. see like how far they've biked or how far they've run or things like that. Cool. So, so it's like a competition. Yeah. Like I, I was, I was really into running there last year. Not really a competition, but you can, it's more like an encouragement. Um, so it's like, Oh, my buddy already yeah, ran so two miles today. I got to exactly. get up. And, okay. oh, I can, yeah. yeah and you okay. can like have a little competition with your friends and stuff okay. like that. So, cool. so, uh, I've just noticed I was using it a lot last year cause I was really into running then. But yeah. um, just the amount of people that use it now, it's like it's it's crazy. You're into running, eh? I was last year. Yeah, I've started picking it up again, but uh, definitely nowhere near as as into it as I was last year. I, I ran the Blue Nose last year. So, Did you? Yeah, and uh, I'm I could do a 10k now, and like that's probably good. So I ran the Blue Nose one year as well. It was oh, did you? The most satisfying thing. What uh, distance? Do the whole thing? Not the the furthest one. The yeah. second furthest one. I forget the, the actual the half, distance. The, the half marathon. Yeah. Good for you. Just yeah. 21k. Is that what it is? So that's, that's twenty one and twenty one point one. Oh, I I started out so I was probably in the top ten in the lead. Were you actually? No, oh, let, you uh, like let, let me finish the story. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was probably in the top ten. Yeah. like lead like the first two miles. Okay, and uh, then uh, I probably I don't I think I finished like top hundred. Yeah, maybe that, that's impressive but like you guys just right off the gate like i got this i got so much energy and Everyone's you're just cheering like, on yeah, and, you're just, you know you're, you're running done. up yeah running up bell up agricola and just yeah did it help you when the people handed you water and were cheering you on it, it helped it, man it, it's a complete race day compared to your training days are completely different so yeah especially near the end too like like i said the marathon last year was june 9th and it was like one of the hottest days leading up to the summer and and just that last 10k the support from the the people along because you're going up you go up point pleasant yeah and then you gotta do a little loop around that community and then you gotta go all the way up young yeah. and young to like citadels this really grueling slow uphill you don't really notice it but like you definitely need the support along the way for that one so, so sorry did yeah. you run the full marathon yeah i did the full wow. like, I, like i i just was really into it i don't know i had it in my head that this year you're gonna run a marathon I, my colleague uh jeremy keith he also wanted to do it yeah uh, he's a, a reporter with global as well okay and we just we just supported each other along the way and we we got her done it's uh i remember there was times in the race where i just had no energy and then there'd be a group of 20 people just cheering you on complete strangers and right. It was hard to it's hard to explain, but it helped. They're like, oh, okay, these people cheer me they on. Got trying signs to, and yeah. these fun little you know little messages. It was the weirdest feeling ever. Like you know, when you're running just for the hell of it on a random Wednesday, there's no one cheering you on, so you, you've never had that feeling of okay, yeah. whoa, whoa, okay. Exactly. Like it yeah. makes you put your chest out a little bit. You take like, your okay. music out, you know, you're yeah. ready to go. You just you feed off the crowd. So it helps. It was, yeah, it was a cool. And, I, I and that do it stuff again. like that you missed too. Like we we didn't have the blue nose this year, and yeah. I think they rescheduled it for October, November, I believe. So they're they're tentatively okay. like there was that whole week when everything was shutting down yeah. and I think Blue Nose was a little bit later. So they wanna have that I, I think they said at the time was October, November. So 
October, It'd be nice if they can yeah, get yeah. that going and you know keep people socially distanced yeah. while the cheering is going on. It's one of those sports I think you can yeah. can do, except with all the heavy breathing from runners. Which... It, it's funny how everyone's inching ahead. What can I get away with? What can I, I do? Know. No one. I, I was know. telling a story on the intro about the other day. I went to uh, Centennial Arena mm-hmm. and I was miking up Cam Wynott from the Mooseheads. Oh, yeah. And how yeah. I didn't know that yeah. they weren't allowed spectators. Uh-huh. So I kind of snuck, not snuck in, but you know, I walked in with the players. Not, I didn't have my gear, but they didn't say anything to me. But then I got in there and they, I realized that I, I couldn't go on the bench because that's where I like to film from. Sure. Yeah. And the lady was like, no, I'm sorry, sir. No spectators allowed. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm sorry about that, no problem. I didn't want any trouble. I was just happy to be in Centennial Arena. And I was so polite and kind about it. She's right. like, you know what, you seem like a nice man. Let me help you out. She called me sir and man, which made me feel old. Oh. But <laughs> she's just like, go in the back corner film. You're good to go. So it's like I, the whole time I was inching, what can I get away with? What can I get away with? I know. And, and I think what I showed happened, the proper yeah. respect and it was good. Yeah, I think with, with the, when the province announced that you can have 10 people not socially distanced, yeah. I think that's kind of like opened that door to being like, okay, what can I do within that? Yeah. What sports can I play? So if you think about it, like there's those kind of close contact sports yeah. that like, can they do it now? Can like wrestlers, wanders, soccer outside yeah. too. But they have to be within like that 50 people group. Oh yeah. So, you know, so um, yeah. Like, can you, can you do these close contact boxing? Oh, close. Like, Sorry. Like, yeah. Know, with like boxing. Yeah. yeah. You know, but that's two people and you're not socially distanced and yeah. that's under the current guidelines. So yeah. I think there's a lot of people like kind of creating their own like resolutions to that. So Definitely. it'll be interesting. And this this week we're going to see kind of how that plays out yeah. because that announcement came on Wednesday, I believe. So yeah. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. I think the provincial government announced on the Wednesday that you, that it was 10 people, not socially distanced, 50 people, social distancing yeah. and no more than 50 people. So. I got a buddy who's getting married in uh, July, and we weren't we were invited, but we kind of weren't invited because it was only what was it before fifty, like ten people. It was ten, yeah, but you could have fifteen for a wedding or a funeral. So fifteen, so like friends, 15. friends didn't make seriously. The, the, we didn't make the cut. That's, that's but we the all groomsmen and the bridesmaids and, and exactly. Yeah. But we all had drinks the the other day. I think it was Friday night actually. And all right, well, it's up to fifty people, so you guys can come. So now it's like last second. We're trying to make plans and okay, mm. how are we gonna do the? Because we're supposed to go to Arizona for the bachelor party. That's not happening. So it's like, okay, well, what do we do Definitely now? Not yeah, Arizona. isn't that the worst place in the country? It's no. top five. It's it kind of went from New York, New Jersey, and then it's kind of gone down like to the southern states. Like oh, Florida, yeah? Florida's really bad. Florida had like oh, I know that. four thousand cases in a day, and then Arizona, and then yeah. Uh, are you seeing some of these maps? I don't know if these are accurate, but there's mm. some maps on Twitter just showing the border of Canada and America, mm. and Canada's you know, there's really nothing, and then America, you look and it's just red the dots, smartest, red dots everywhere. The smartest thing the pro- or the country did was just shut down the border, and it's shut down until I think July 21st at this point, so yeah. we still have some time. I think the best way to maintain things right now is just closing the borders, maintaining the people, like you said, keeping Nova Scotians in Nova Scotia this summer. I know a lot of people want a maritime bubble, um, but I just think that there's potential for, you know, exposures in different different cities that way. So, but yeah, no, I haven't seen those as like specific, like, differentiating the it's just, it's just a bunch of red dots in america and then very little dots in canada i didn't read oh, yeah. into it it just looked like well, a I great mean, picture you're like oh yeah. canada's pretty safe we're doing okay i think yeah. we only had like 300 new cases yesterday compared to like in know, the country in the country wow which is and they're primarily i think 80 percent are in ontario and quebec so like provincially i think we're doing a fairly good job so there's a part of me that was uh i'm not the most political individual but there was part of me that was very proud to be a Canadian these past three months with, yeah. with the curb checks coming out with uh, yep. w- with the precautions that the country took yeah. I know a lot of people aren't a fan of you know I'm not gonna I know you're mm. it's tough to talk about no, you, no, but no, no. it uh, <clears throat> it just made me proud it no, was just like you know it's a great country that we live in seriously. you look at Yemen right now you look at some other countries in the world that having yeah. problems that are 10 times worse than what we're dealing with it was just, it was a cool feeling. Totally. You know? And I mean, like, as critical are we, as we are, like, that's what we're supposed to do, be critical yeah. of decisions that the government's making. Like, overall, it's been, it's been fantastic, as you said. You're seeing the prime minister coming out pretty much every day after his wife tested positive. He was still going out and still, you know, uh, giving the information to Canadians every day. So, yeah. you know, y- if you compare it to our neighbors to the south, I think we're doing all right. Yeah, we're doing I think okay. We're doing okay. In a lot, in a lot of categories, <laughs> we're doing of, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get into that. Nope, I didn't think that. <laughs> that's not what I. <laughs> neither am I. <laughs> Fine by me. But no, it's uh, it's a good comparable. 
that's it's a great comparison. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you have any buddies down there, but it's just um, tough. It's tough living. No, I'm just uh, I'm just from the outside spectating the the sitcom, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. <laughs> so so how did you get in, involved in this world? You know, you were yeah. asking me before. How did yeah, you get yeah. involved in the journalism? Um, well, I took the journalism program at Kings, so I graduated from there in like 2015. I immediately interned at CTV. Nice. So I worked at CTV, uh, like on the online team there, um, kind of like jack of all trades. I was doing like some production stuff, teleprompter stuff. And then as well, mo- primarily it was online. Yeah. Uh, and then a job opening came up with Global where I could like, be a reporter online. Like before I was kind of repurposing television content, getting that online, maintaining that. And then I got an opportunity to actually like report and have my name on things and, and go out and talk to people. Yeah. So that's what, what I always wanted to do. And, yeah. uh, I actually, when I joined the journalism program, wanted to like be a sports anchor, be a sports reporter. Yeah. Um, I worked for the Dow Gazette. Okay. So I worked for the Dow Gazette during school. I was the sports editor there. Uh, and I think just covering university sports for the year, I was like, it's, it, it was very repetitive work. And I just, I, I wanted to get more into the, 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 the news scene. So mm-hmm. I, it was taking the joy away from sports a little bit because you're going to sports for work. And I was like, I didn't, I know, you know exactly I, what I you mean. I struggled with that because yeah. like, you want to have be a beer and have yeah. a beer in the crowd and be yeah. with your buddies. Yeah. And, you know, when you were going there to like report on the volleyball and then like hockey that night, it was like, you know, it became work. And so I just made news the work and try to enjoy sports as much as I can. So, what was one of yeah. the the biggest things you've learned about being a, a reporter? Was there ever a hiccup in your career that you're like, okay, I, maybe I have to alter this in order to further my career? Yeah, I think it was just that knowing that I wanted to report on my own stories, and I think that's what resulted in the switch over to to global is that I want to be able to have my own voice and do my own interviews and report on my own stories. Um, rather than, you know, repurposing content all the time. Um, yeah. I think there's that independence within yeah. journalism that's important. Yeah. Um, so, and I mean, Global is able to provide that. So it's it's definitely the yeah definitely the right avenue right now, for sure. There's definitely yeah. a, well, it, it, it's, inter- it's interesting how everyone has a voice now. Like for me, for an example, like I, can re- I can't report like you, but I can talk about topics and, it, you totally. know, thousands of people can see it, thousands totally. of people can hear it. Yeah. So it's interesting how, like, you know, if you take a route like yours, it could be beneficial. If you take a route like mine, it could be beneficial. Totally. And we're kind of like almost ended up in the same path here. Like I said, we were covering Memorial Cup side by side for that whole yeah. week straight. So when we got yeah. into that, I was surprised. Well, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. But like, I remember we were sitting up there and then you were there and a couple other guys from CTV and yeah. Global and you're just like, oh, hi, button sports. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, no, there was no, a, no. There, like yeah. I remember there was like guys like, you know, they'd be wearing suits, collars, me and dudes would be wearing hoodies and vests. And I felt so out of place. But then at the time, you no, know, whenever, you when, whenever we're in the media booth, you know, we felt out of place. But then we went down into like the wherever where, where people were the crowd wasn't you know we'd be talking to almost everyone yeah so that almost made me feel at home it didn't it didn't make me feel less uncomfortable it made sure. me feel okay I'm, i am I'm, I'm here and i'm supposed to be here and you were supposed to be there. yeah like, i know very, that yeah because you guys like provided the, you guys provided the content i wanted to provide we had to like you know report on the <laughs> games on a day-by-day basis you have to talk to players and stuff like yeah. It was, yeah and you put the work in like you guys were there super late i remember like by the end of the day i was you know pretty wiped wanted to go home you guys there's Staying late up early at the rink, you know. So I love stressing that to kids that are in high school that that may want to get into this. Like, I'll give a perfect. I'll give you a story about back when the Thunderbirds were playing. It was uh, I didn't have a car back then, so my girlfriend and I we kind of shared the car. And one day after a Thunderbirds game, we went to like double overtime. It was late, but then after the the the, was that that crazy game? Yeah, was was that that one? Yeah, Yeah, that was that was wild. It was insane. Was it the big comeback? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friends actually left that game. They left no, the fourth. Bunch of people and left. <laughs> it was like an empty arena. It was that was unreal. That game. was the best game of the season for sure. Sorry, Sorry. I interrupted. One, I, oh, no, yeah. one of the best games ever in that rink. Oh, Any totally. sport. Oh my god, yeah, insane. Oh my god, that like that that's was, when I knew how, how uh, lacrosse is here to stay. Yeah, oh, for sure. Like that was. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. So nonetheless, I'm sitting there, and then after these uh, Thunderbirds games, the players they come out on the floor and then they sign autographs for probably like an hour and a half. You know, I'm pushing two hours. Mm. Moral of the story was I was up in the media booth for probably three hours after the game because they don't kick you out when you're up up there. I was waiting for my girlfriend to come pick me up because I didn't want to bus home. It was the middle of the winter, so she came and picked me up. And by the time I got out of there, it was probably 12.30. But I remember sitting up there just thinking to myself, there's nowhere else I want to be. I, I want to be up here. 
with my laptop because mm-hmm. at the time I, I was on my laptop watching like a, a Vancouver game out west like on my just reporting that tweeting about that or something mm-hmm. and I was just like you know what there's nowhere else I'd rather be I, I, I want to be up here in the media booth I want to be working I want to be you know viewing the the, the players signing autographs I, I want to be in this world and once like that moment kind of happened to me I knew that I, I wouldn't quit this I, I this is what I want to do that was that was me covering the uh Raptors winning the championship in Halifax oh, I wow. remember like just standing up there like we had our own little like media booth where we could prop our cameras up yeah and I remember like just overlooking everyone yeah. and just being like I'm getting paid to do this right now yeah. this is crazy yeah like I can't believe this yeah and just like and then afterwards we I got my camera operator to come in and had the microphone out there and just everyone just piling on yelling and trying to take the microphone i was like yeah. no that's very expensive please yeah. don't take that <laughs> yeah but just like thinking those like, moments yeah those moments where you're like i'm that was work last night yeah i got overtime for that that's yeah. great I got overtime for <laughs> like, that's that. awesome <laughs> but that's it yeah like, it's uh that's and it's those realizations where you realize you're doing the right things so. and like the kids listening those moments you, you know you're in high because i struggled with a career like like i said to you before like right. a banker you know i was working at kent so I was, yeah, there's so many jobs i'd had where i was just like i didn't i wasn't excited to wake up and go out into the door and face the world it was like oh fuck i don't want to be doing this but like once you find those special moments and you find that career thing it's not going to happen that early if it does happen to you when you're young all the power to mm. you but it'll come yeah I it'll mean, happen like, like i said look at you now look at all this this is uh i'm so i'm sorry i'm just like really impressed with the the set and the setup here it's like that's that's good i appreciate that yeah, so yeah. here's it's done but it's not done so we got we have a mini fridge going so it's gonna yeah, go right there mini fridge going there oh, you didn't tell me that and then we have like a, a tv stand going here with a, the tv gonna be there oh 58 God. inches so we're gonna i got like apple tv so we're gonna get like yeah. the nhl network all that stuff so the boys will come over and have some beers bring and, in some facts too yeah podcast. exactly oh, great. so yeah. i'm excited about yeah. that and it'll be good because like the apple tv you can connect the laptop to the tv so you'll be able to see like your audio exactly. levels That's when right. like yeah. the thing is going up yeah. so there's still a couple more things but i'm happy that you're here cool to camera set up yeah i'm, here, I'm happy yeah. you're here to set everything yeah. up no i love this this is great any recommendations or anything else you think that you'd do? Ah, man. Like I said. I, I was thinking I, couch maybe. I don't know. Couch would be good, yeah, potentially. Um, could you do like the setup with the TV there and then maybe a couch under? I don't know if you can get some like other pals. I don't, I, yeah. I don't know the whole. What's well, the thing? Like sometimes people will come, like if we ever have guys from like the Thunderbirds come on or like the uh, the basketball team, the, the mm-hmm. Hurricanes, will fuck, did I mess that up? No, the Hurricanes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, I, thought I, was, I was thinking Rain Men. Yeah. Um, sometimes they'll have like their media people come and just kind of hang out so it's like i just kind of oh, wanted really? a couch okay. to yeah, like yeah. so people can sit sure while yeah. the podcast is That's going probably, on yeah that makes sense actually then yeah so like i'm trying I guess to they'd want to do that too so they don't you know slip yeah up. i guess some of these interviews must get a little more you know like they're kind of walking on eggshells a bit they're a little yeah, bit watching you, what they say some of these guys are media trained like you don't even have to be at the top of the mm. top of the top to be media trained like you got guys that are on totally. the basketball team that know what not to tweet yeah. and you know you, uh, everyone's just so aware but know, what's days. nice in this setting is you're able to kind of break that mold a little bit and i think yeah. that's what makes sports interviewing so much better is when yeah. you get those those fan like the cream of the crop the cabbies who are able to just take away yeah. The, the business of it and yeah. then just kind of talk to the person. So yeah. I think that's, this is the platform that allows them to do so. Well, that's the the number one thing I love about the podcast is that I've played sports my whole life. I'm, I'm not going to say I know everything, but I know a good portion of what goes into being an athlete. Mm. But the juicy stuff to me is the things that go outside of mm. the game. Like, what are you doing when you leave the rink? What are you doing pre- exactly. to prepare for the next game? Exactly. And that's what these conversations are great for the hour long yeah. conversation. I, I love that stuff. Like same thing yeah. with you. You're a reporter. Yeah. I love talking about what you do outside of your yeah, job. Yeah, and I appreciate that because you get so wrapped up in kind of the news cycle yeah. that you like you kind of it's nice to get just other people's perspective on how they perceive yeah. like the societal change that's happening. So like it's definitely beneficial in that way too. So. That's cool. Yeah. I don't mind it. No. Your whole life is prepared to do one thing, one job. You're a journalist. You're, you're going to report yeah. this. You, yeah. But in order to, you know, this morning when I woke up, I got a little workout in there. I had my coffee. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. You know, I, I came down here, did a little YouTube video search, but I got myself sure. like in a, you know, in a mode yeah. to do this podcast. Yeah. And before you came over here, I'm sure you did something. I'm sure you had yeah, your exactly. coffee. I'm yeah, sure yeah. you. Totally. Yeah, and yeah. that's the things. Yeah. I've always remember a lot of time spent on Twitter, as we were saying before, like that's just where people are, are gathering their news. So you feel like. I try to stay off it a little bit just yeah. when I'm away from work. It's hard to, though, because yeah. it's just that's where 
almost everyone started feeling connected over the last two, three months. It's true. But uh, like, I know the amount of people that didn't have Twitter before that kind of jumped on yeah. because that's where they were getting their news from. Um, a lot of people getting their news on Instagram now too, yeah. which is something that I'm learning and trying to convert the, yeah. yeah. The, it's a work in progress. It for is. Me. Yeah. But Pete, like, yeah. I hate to bring it up, but yeah. like the shootings, if yeah. you didn't have Twitter yeah. during the shootings and stuff, like you, you were a little lacking behind. Yeah, that's like, a whole, yeah. I bet a lot of people have downloaded Twitter due to those shootings. Well, the, I mean, the, yeah. the updates that were happening, like yeah. minute by minute, what's happening. Uh, remember what happened out in St. Margaret's Bay after the, the oh real. Oh my God. Sh- like that's where I'm from, right? Like, Is I'm, it? I grew up in Tantown and Lewis Lake area. Yeah. So like we had to cover the shooting on the Sunday and then yeah. that happened like in Hubley area in yeah. you know Hammond's Plains area and like I'm right in the middle yeah uh so uh yeah that was, that was rough but yeah but like then and as you were saying before like that's RCMP are essentially saying Twitter's our largest follower base that's where we're going to report the information from yeah uh and then there becomes the issue of that in rural communities like even just access to internet is an issue yeah. So you're telling these people in these rural communities that they have to have Twitter to access this information. I mean, again, the RCMP's logic is that our, like it would be tweeted out, media would pick it up, media would put it on the broadcast stations, and, and then people could access it that way. I never thought about that radio. The, radio is definitely exactly. Uh, yeah. So that's how they that that was the that was essentially the form of logic when they explained mm-hmm. the the communication. Uh, rationale yeah. during all that so because there's elderly people out there like you know don't even know what twitter is and <laughs> you know my mom's they... not even on facebook let no. alone twitter right so yeah it's uh, such an up-to-date world you need it now yeah. now 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 and like i said especially seeing, during a shooting you're seeing so many people like getting on twitter now and joining it so yeah. you know that's kind of where our, our reporting world is too like yeah. that's where we do most of it yeah so uh i've just noticed that like you'll report on twitter and then your tweets will get picked up by these instagram accounts and then, you know, that's how it's kind of spread. Like, honestly, Halifax Noise has become, yeah. like, a yeah. primary, like, way that people are receiving their news now. Yeah. Which is a really interesting, like, way of seeing how that change has happened for yeah how people access information. So. Do you guys at Global, like, look at that and be like, okay, well, you yeah, know, yeah, you, totally. do you, do you yeah. sense a change and go, okay, well, how do we adapt to this? Certainly, yeah. We see that change of people accessing information through Instagram and yeah. that being a primary way that a lot especially people in their teens and 20s yeah. that's how they access their news so yeah. we're we're converting our reporting to uh it, it, in the same kind of way we're trying to at least yeah uh again it's a sm- small team we got over there the three of us so yeah we're uh, priorities are kind of everywhere so we gotta hone it in how many people are in uh, the office when it's you know when, when it's going yeah um so we got about six video journalists and video journalists are the tv reporters who do um, they shoot their own material, they edit their own material, they report on their own online stories, so they kind of do everything. Yeah. Um, I'm specific to online, but um, we have about, yeah, about five working during the day, and then we got three working during the day in New Brunswick. Okay. But within the office, our whole sales team's at home now. Yeah. Um, we have our anchor. She works from home in the morning, as well as one of our main producers, and they come in around 3.34, get everything all set up, record the New Brunswick show, and then go live for six. So, three thirty-four p.m. Three thirty-four p.m. So yeah, they, they work from home. Yeah. They have the morning meeting and everything. And then oh, sorry. Right yeah. now. Okay. Yeah. Right now. Sorry. I was thinking back when no, everything's no, no, no. normal. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, sorry. Like okay, right now. Yeah. And and honestly, we're gonna maintain that for as long as we can until, you know, until we don't have to anymore. So it's we've realized it kind of works. We use Slack to communicate, and that's yeah. just there. That's just how I do it. Do you yeah. think you're a little bit more happier working from home, or do you like? Well, going I'm in... personally working in the office, so oh, I'm, sorry, yes. I'm the only one from the online team in the office yeah. right now, and then we have uh, other people at home. I'm yeah. I was happy being in the office just because yeah. like I have a roommate who's working from home, and yeah. then, then another one there too. It just would have been yeah. too much. And when you're in the newsroom, like you feel a little bit more like active, and yeah. feel like you're able to work a little more effectively. So yeah. I I was completely fine with working in there i hear mixed reviews like i got a buddy who's in the banking industry and he's been working from home and he's like i love waking up and just you know working from my pajamas and getting mm. shit done but then there's days where it's like you know oh, it's yeah. hard to be motivated when you're just sitting in your kitchen every single day and you're not around the banking environment yeah. you know what i mean it's, it's great to be around other people that are motivated that are trying to push things forward when you're just sitting there like ah. exactly you don't get to actually see that yeah so like again that's why i don't mind it even just i like the people I work with. So I yeah. like seeing them every day. Well, that's like, a big bonus. You know, it's like we're a fairly young newsroom. Yeah. So like a lot of people, late twenties, early thirties are, yeah. are the main reporters there. So really, yeah, we're a fairly young team. Um, Interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, is that so. by design or is that a fluke? How, like, is uh, that a... I I don't know. I'm not part of like, the yeah. decision making process on that. But yeah. uh, I don't really I don't really question it. Like yeah. I said I I, yeah, I, I, I like working with the people. I like I my job. With. I don't question it. They, I'm happy. Paycheck comes every two weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Works for me. That's good stuff. <laughs> so what's like? Oh, well, give me like a, an example of like a Monday morning meeting back when things were normal. Yeah. You guys would go and sit in the conference when room. What's, yeah, a, yeah. what's like a what's a conversation like in a newsroom? Well, like, so we're team? like our newsrooms on. Uh, Goddard Street there. And it actually was yeah. like an old, like, I think at one point it was an old boxing gym. And at one point it was an old, like, movie theater. So it's Oh, like, you're next to the homeless place. Yeah, the yeah. Salvation Army. El- there. Ed- yeah. Edna, yeah. And there's the yeah. Edna, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. where yeah. our office is there. Um, so, yeah, it's like this, it's this really big building. So, actually, we're able to, like, do that social distancing pretty easily. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we would, we would have this um, circle meeting just in the middle of the room. Um, people would pitch their ideas. Uh, generally... Like now we kind of know what the news cycle is going to be every day. Like you, there's a, a producer meeting they have in the morning and it's kind of all laid out at that point. Okay. But um, yeah, they come in and they pitch their ideas and then the producers would either allow them to f- pursue those ideas or just assign them something they already kind of had in mind. Okay. Like I said, now it's really just like, here's what we have to cover, go cover it. Yeah. Rather than like kind of getting those original ideas. Uh, I mean, we're still definitely providing like that original content, but yeah. there's just this like n- narrative normal you have news to cover. cycle that has to be covered on a daily basis. There's yeah. a press briefing in Nova Scotia. You have to be at the press briefing. Yeah, there's a one in New Brunswick. You have to be at the one in New Brunswick. Um, there's some, like the city would have an announcement, like, the, yeah. you know, things like that. Um, so, but yeah, they, and then they the reporters would go out and, get their contacts, get their stories going. Um, I would be, you know, my responsibility again is um, the online content. So I'd look at some of the stuff that might've happened overnight. Police would put out information like that. So, and then we uh, report that as it comes in. And then again, like I keep going back to this, but it's like, it's so structured now. (laughs) It's like, you know, the numbers probably came in at this point. It's about like 1230 on uh, on, uh, Monday. So yeah. It's around when they come in, but yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I bet you're excited for things that kind of switch up. Well, it's kind of been like that recently. It's kind of has slowed down for June. Like it's, it's been just these updates as they come in and there hasn't really been anything to uh, knock on. Yeah. 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 Um, Summers are usually a little slower. So uh, everyone's at the beach, not much to report. Yeah. I got a vacation actually next week planned. We're going up to Cape Breton and there you go. Doing a little golf trip, camping trip with some of the Cabot links. Uh, Highlands. Highlands, Highlands, nice. Yeah, we're going to Highlands in Ganesh, and then we're going camping up in, like, Dingwall area. Okay. Yeah, just, like, right near the tip of Cape Breton, so. Nice. Yeah, it'll be a nice getaway. That'll be awesome. Because I was supposed to go, actually, on vacation that first week of April, and that just got That's when we were supposed to go to Arizona. Yeah. Back then, first week, second week of April. Yeah, my sister uh, lived in Bermuda. And oh no so way! I'm gonna go visit her down there, and <laughs> how are they doing down in Bermuda right well, now? Well, actually, she came to visit mid-March. Bermuda's an island, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's just like it's pretty, per, fairly parallel to Nova Scotia. It's just kind of okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, she um, she traveled back mid-March, wow. and it was right around when things were escalating. Yeah, and then Trudeau was like, "If you're in Nova Scotia, stay here." Yeah. So she's actually been stuck in in Halifax in in Tantallon for no way three months. <laughs> yeah. So it could be Bermuda right now, but her and her fiance are, are here. So but that's the thing. Like Bermuda, I think would be pretty safe. Like it's an island. No yeah, one's coming in but, or out. Look at PEI. The they, they shut the whole border down. They're not going to let anyone else in. So oh, that's you know, even if she lives there, her cat's stuck there. She got Oh no way. <laughs> yeah. She's paying the babysitter. Yeah, a big old, <laughs> big old check. <laughs> There's some lady down in Bermuda right now making mad money, Just babysitting cash. the Just cat. Killing it. <laughs> That's funny. Making income that way. Yeah. Bermuda. What did? What's she doing down there? Uh her uh, fiance. He they, they they work. He works from home. Okay. So he's um he was able to make his working from home in Bermuda. No way. And she's just just living off the, living off his dollar. High button like, sports has to get down to Bermuda. Just, <laughs> hey, I know a place you can stay. I, I'll get you guys in contact for sure. That's wicked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not a bad little gig she's got going. Man, not bad at all, Bermuda. <laughs> Must be hot down there this time of year. I couldn't survive yeah, down there yeah, in well, August. I, I actually went to the beach with her there on uh, Friday. We just caught up. and uh, yeah. I was saying, is it warmer today than it was like, yeah. in Bermuda right now? And she said it was about the same. So What's like, the beach like right now? Hostile environment? Like, it was it... crazy. That was yeah. on a Friday. Busy? And we brought the dog and like it was like, the part. Like, we went to Queensland. Yeah. And just the amount of cars that were lined up there 
we were lucky to get a parking spot nice and close. But yeah. like, were people yeah. keeping their distance on the beach? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, yeah it was a younger crowd there for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think just like with like high school students just not having anything to do, anything. To do right now, that, yeah. that that's why it was so busy. Yeah. You forget that a little bit. You're like, yeah. oh, dang, like there's a lot of, this is a Friday. There's a lot of people not working right now. Yeah. And you really realize that when you're at the beach. So I noticed that when, uh, when the band kind of got lifted the, in traffic, when mm. the traffic got really busy, I was like, oh, okay, things are totally. picking up a yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. I got stuck on the bridge there the other weekend working. Um, where there was like a incident that happened in Dartmouth. So I drove over and just got some shots of that. I was coming back. Yeah. And like, I think the McKay was closed. Was the, it's reason. always closed. Yeah. Man. McKay was closed. And then old McDonald was the only one open. Yeah. And like, yeah, Wise Road was just like way backed up. So. Yeah, that's how I and, knew. And that's how I knew too. Yeah. I was like, this is I wasn't waiting in traffic for like three months right now. Like, this is crazy. Um, I was, why I brought up the the hostile environment at the beach is because right. the, I noticed the most hostile environment is at the grocery store with the arrows. If you're going the wrong way during oh, yeah. the arrows, oh, and yeah. Like I was in the I was in an aisle yeah. the other day and I wasn't wearing a mask and some guy just looked at me I, in passing. I know. And he goes, "No mask, huh?" I'm just like, "Oh, he oh, said that." He said that and just oh, kept yeah. going. Like I'm not gonna get in a fight in the grocery store. Yeah. But like, I know. It, it's a it's a hostile environment though the these public places uh, yeah and i just i i very against that kind of mentality i think that there's a we're all in this together in a way that like i'd rather us not yeah. really be so you know contentious and yeah bitter about it if someone's not yeah. you know i don't know yeah but i i know what you mean if you don't go down that arrow the right way i went to like get us like a just a soft drink or something but yeah. like the the, the that was kind of halfway down that aisle yeah and then you you go the right way there but you're going the wrong way back yeah. and that's all it takes you almost bump into someone you're like ah dang it what i do is i walk backwards <laughs> yeah. like if i'm going down the pasta aisle and the air is <laughs> going the wrong way i'll just walk backwards pretending that like i missed something <laughs> yeah i'll do that the whole aisle just keep this, going this back guy walking backwards <laughs> in the grocery store <laughs> i got it i got it the system packed down like i'm starting to figure it out yeah it's uh i never thought that i have to like follow an arrow while yeah. walking to the like, that's just this new different element as well liquor store is weird too the it's not there's no arrows but just just hostile environments like if you're too close to someone up Cost, in a lineup yeah costco never been i haven't Night, been yet nightmare don't just don't yeah i went there a couple weeks ago and it's just like it's stuffy and then you have to wear the mask oh you have to yeah so we're, you're, you're like they give you a look they provide the mask at the front and if they're providing mass at the front door they're giving you one that's nice i think you should wear it yeah um so but yeah it was i could not get out of there fast enough i was gonna go there to buy the tv but they just didn't have the sizes i want but i ended up ordering it on amazon but i wasn't even thinking like amazon canada oh, post it's all backed ever. up it takes forever i ordered it like two weeks ago so oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be here tomorrow but okay that's not bad anyways we'll see Anyways, man, we're at we're over an hour here. Are we actually? I know, flies by. Oh, eh? Pro, eh? Wow, this is great. What are you doing the rest of the day? Uh I have the day off, so I'm shifting to like a Tuesday to Saturday schedule. So okay. I'm just gonna run some errands, just kinda get ready for the week. There you and go. So I yeah, I I'm probably gonna get stuff for the vacation. Like we're leaving on Sunday morning, so I have to work Tuesday up to Saturday. So yeah. this is kind of my only day off. So cool. probably just pick up some stuff for that and awesome. uh, yeah, how about you? 3.30 tea time. 3.30 tea time, that's so right. So after this, I'm going to yeah. do a little bit of editing. I'll upload the podcast, okay. and I'll be on the links, baby. Go some, get some practice in, get the putts in, and then, and then get it's my, done. It's my driver. I can't. It's your driver, okay. I can't. Yeah. I'm slicing to the right. I'm, I'm the same problem. But same the guy problem. who I'm going with, I'm going with dudes and another guy named Andrew Wig. I played hockey with okay. him. He actually went to Plymouth State down in... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, okay. he's a good hockey yeah. player. Anyway, he's a golf instructor now So at, at Penn Hills. Sure. So I'm excited to go with him, so hopefully he can... Aim left might like straighten it out a little bit. That's what I try. <laughs> that's what I've been doing a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I have no expertise. Don't take my advice, but that's just I'll like set up just far left and then be like, hope it goes. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll let you know. Yeah. Next time you come on, I'll let you know how the yeah, golf no, game's going. Yeah, I know. You excited. come out. You should come yeah. out with us. Yeah, we well, good on three three uh, thirty. No, not today. Oh, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we already got a foursome. No, but like we're gonna be out there all summer. So I'll let you know. Let me know. I'm in. Like I said, it's a summer of golf, summer in Nova Scotia. So. That's Love what we're it. We're going to keep doing. Graham, thank you for coming Thanks on. For man. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. This is good. Everyone listening, thank you very much. We appreciate uh, the support. High Button is back, full swing. Not that we went anywhere, but the studio's here. So it's been a long time here coming. Go. Enjoy. See you later. See you yeah. know what they say, Kaye? Slow motion, better than no motion. I walked in the crib, got two kids, and my baby mama lay. Uh oh, uh oh, So I had to did what I had to did, because I had to give. Uh-oh. I'm up all night, getting my money right 
Until the blue and whites Now the money coming slow But at least a nigga know Slow motion better than You love to hear the story Again and again About these young brothers from the city of Wan Like juice and gin in the city we blend Amongst the hustle, titties and scam, fifties and rams Y'all know the sweet wells and trucks, this detail Heartless females that wanna ride in them Felt the south side venom and raw hides and denim Pimp minds collide with them, a system that tries victims We living in my man in the fast lane, pivoting On the block, white is selling like Eminem On the block, you jump off like Kim and them. On the block, it's hot, you can feel it in your skin and it. Shorties get the game with no instructions to assemble it. Eyes bright, it seems like the fight is dimming them. Call my man Cuzzo like I'm kin to him. He trying to stay straight, the streets is spinning him. I walked in the crib, got two kids and my baby mama late. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. So I had to dig what I had to dig, cause I had to give. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm up all night. Until the bloom of whites Now the money coming slow But at least a nigga know Slow motion better than It's all good in the hood Like rats and gems Throwbacks and Tims Blacks and rims Whether on ball courts With tires of all sorts We never fall short with us It's all forced like air ones Some waves, some air guns The days of the fair one is over for Cast is colder than four below Myself I go toe to toe Wondering if it's for the art or for the dough Though I know to grow a nigga gotta learn to let go Though I know the dough I gotta bring back to the ghetto Arrows on tarot, cars pointing to the grind Pole living in more prisons Pointing to my mind, shine a light up Prince my fist tight, holding the right up Freedom fighting, dark gear for the years to get brighter Situations and jaws get tighter My man trying to get his way to hide up I walked in the crib, got two kids and my baby mama late Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh So I had to dig what I had to dig Cause I had to give Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm up all night, getting my money right Until the blue and whites Now the money coming slow But at least a nigga know slow motion better than uh-oh. OGs and masters, MCs and actors That season capture Moments like the camcorder You ain't killing it, Joe, that's manslaughter Though paper can't change a man's aura It can feed a man's daughter I stand for the blue collar On the side making a few dollars Like Sam Jack, they maneuver through drama Like, I, I know I could yeah. make it right If I could just follow my Can't frown on me.